All right, Shavuot say good morning. Let us begin a good night. Begin by thanking our sponsors. To so thank our Tamatora sponsors for the month of Nisan, Jerry and Abby Applebaum for dedicating the Shi'urim this month in memory of Basia Bas Chaim, David Ben Avram. Doctors Paul and Linda Weinberg for dedicating the Shi'urim in memory of Mordechai Yoshua, Ben Paris Moshe, Valeah Miriam, Paul and Kathy Pollock for dedicating the Shi'urim in the Schuss of Rafur Shalema, for Dana Baker Matson, Stephen Terry Zinn for dedicating the Shi'urim in honor of the birth of their grandson. Bonim Tzvi Hirsch Zin, Naftali Tilson, for dedicating the Shurim with gratitude to his Chaver, Benjamin Wall, and with wishes for Echad Kasher Vizhameach to the entire Shir, and Avraman Shane Dikalman for dedicating the Shurim in the schools of, uh, of Nalia for the Neshama of Sarah Braina Bas Yoshua Heschel. We hope to have the merits of our Tamatora. All of the Neshamas will have an Aliyah, the families in Nechama and Abosa. With that, let us begin with a very exciting daf ahead of us today. Today's daf is Memhe. We left off on Mandalat Omid Bey's 44B um, in the wide lines, two, four, six, eight lines up from the bottom. So you must remember again, we're dealing now with the incredibly riveting sugya, and we're going to see actually very, you know, halacha lemaisa about which type of illegal relationships go ahead and impact the genealogical legitimacy or kashros of offspring. Here's what we've seen. We've seen that there are many different types of illegal relationships, but not all of them have the same ramification on children. So we saw a fundamental machlokas in the Mishnah on Amud Beis of the, the extreme sheet of Rabbi Akiva. I was thinking about this. I don't think I mentioned this in yesterday's year, but you know what's so fascinating is Rabbi Akiva is the paradigm of gentility, right? Optimism, hope. It's rare that you find Rabbi Akiva, you know, being the one who holds an extreme position. It just, it just again, just throughout Shas, it's not Rabbi Akiva. This Gemara is the exception because Rabbi Akiva is the most extreme position in this Gemara. The idea that even a relationship punishable by a love will create mamzerus is one of the most extreme positions there is, is the most extreme position there is in this particular topic. So remember again, you have Rabbi Akiva in the Mishnah and the Chachamim saying, Halo no. Chum saying no, that's not the case. Now the truth is, Rabbi Akiva, even the Chum agreed with Rabbi Akiva in the case of Machzer Grusha. So, as we saw in yesterday's daf, and the truth is, what we are going to see is that Halachalamaisa, sorry, is that, give me one moment here. Too much technology. Remember the good old days? You just gave a share, you gave a share, that was it. Okay, so I'll say, so what, I, what I'll point out over here is that, is that Halachalamaisa, we did see the position of Rabbi Shimon Timni as well. And Rabbi Shimon Timni was of the opinion, which we're going to see is the Halachalamaisa opinion, namely, that it is only Chayvei Krisos, that Chayvei Krisos, Chayvei Misa, that create Mamzerus. So Rabbi Yosef, so we see like this, Ela, Iyitmar, Halk Iyitmar. Am Rabbi Yosef, Am Rabbi Shem, Am Rabbi, Hakam, Odin, Baal, Chayvei Krisos, Shavlad, Pagum. Rabbi Yosef, everyone agrees that when a man has relations with a woman, where you have a relationship that is punishable by Kharis, everyone agrees the child is Pagum. There was, remember again, we saw this term yesterday for the first time. Well, I mean, we actually, we've seen it mentioned before. What does pagum mean? Pagum really is only, is, is a, pagum means blemished, right? Damaged. 
truth is, it really means impaired. Right? We remember again in Smicha Schavar, we had this concept. Yeah, could have a kos that's pogum. Right? What does it mean if the kos is pogum? You go out, you make kiddush on a cup of wine, you drink from it, you can't use that same cup of wine for kiddush again. Right? The, the, the cup is considered to be stunted, right? Or, or yeah, impacted. So remember, again, when we say the child is pogum, we pointed out in yesterday's daf already, this is really only a status that applies to a girl. And what it says is, she would not be able to marry a Kohen. That's what it means to be pogum. So it says the Gemara, everyone agrees, everyone agrees that if a man has a child with a woman who is a chayvi krisos, that the vlad is pogum. Who, who is that? Rabbi Shimon. Even though Rabbi Shimon held that Allah said again, there's no mamzer, even though he holds that it doesn't produce mamzerus, the Gemara says, Pagum, Miha Havi. Nevertheless, the offspring will at least be Pagum, Mikal Homer. And this is based on a Kal Homer, Kama Homer from Mufram Amana. When it comes to an Amara, to a Kohen Gadol, Rebbe will say, the Isser of an Amara is not across the board, right? The Isser of Amara is unique to a Kohen Gadol. Yet, yet, the Gemara says, If she marries a Kohen Gadol and they have a child, that offspring is Pagum. Zu this particular person, again, the Isser Kares, where the Isser applies to everyone. In other words, they both say everyone has the same Isser Kares, then all the more so her offspring should be Pagum. Maybe you'll say, Maybe you say Amana is different. Amana is different, right? Because Halacha Lemaisa. She herself becomes a halala, right? But then when Amana marries a Kohen Gadol, she herself experiences a level of disqualification through this forbidden union. So maybe that's what makes a difference. So Shikmar says, no, no, no. The truth is, even in a case where a man has relations with a woman who is an Isra Kares, ultimately, again, I will say, that gives her the status of a zona which would then preclude her from marrying a coin afterwards. So she also becomes disqualified through the Maisebiyah. Okay? Am Rabbi 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 Yochanan. We'll see what the halacha of the Maisebiyah is in all of this. Am Rabbi Yochanan. So we'll say, this is now an extreme Gemara. Another extreme Gemara. Listen to this. Rabbi Rabbi Yochanan. Everyone agrees that if a non-Jewish man be it an Eved or an Ovid Kohavim, fathers a child with a Jewish woman, that the child is a Mamzer. Wow. To which the Gemara says, Man HaKol Modim. We'll say, who, who, who is everyone? Right? Who's, uh, you know, also whenever people say, Every, everyone says, everyone, okay, who's, who's everyone? It turns out that it's one and a half people, right? Who's, who's, who's everyone that says that if a non-Jew fathers a child with a Jewish woman, that the offspring is a Mamzer? To which the Gemara says, Shimon Timni. Even though Shimon Atimni Rabosai, who's really representative of the Halacha Lamaisa opinion, even though Shimon Atimni says that in general, only relations with an Isser Kares goes ahead and creates a Mamzer, he agrees, right? In other words, or let me say it differently, Shimon Atimni holds that, that a relationship with an Isser Lav will not go ahead and create Mamzerus, Hanimili, Tap of Memhei. 
That's only true of us. I wire by Chavi Lavin. Because remember again, by Chavi Lavin, Kiddushin is Tovsin. Right? Remember again, I said this is very important. A simple case. A coin marries a Grusha. Legal or illegal? Mutter Aser. Aser. Yet, if they stand under the Chuppah, he gives her in her Akne Kudesh, are they married? Yes. So ultimately, again, Shimonat Timni says, if you have a union that could work, it can't create Mamzerus. That's Shimonat Timni's logic. In other words, Mamzerus is the result of a forbidden, illicit union that cannot become a union. But in Israelav, which although it is Aser, can, you, the marriage can be affected, Halach Lamaisa doesn't create a love, doesn't create a mamzer. Avahocha, but over here, Ovi Kocham, the Evid Kimundal Tavsibu Kiddushin, Kechavi Krisus Dami. Both say an incredible, incredible position. Shimonat Timni says, Shimonat Timni says, it's only Chavi Lavin that don't create mamzerim. But Halach Lamaisa, when you have an Evid or an Akum fathering a child with a Jewish woman, there is no Kiddushin in that case. Because there's no Kiddushin, it's almost the equivalent, not almost, it is the equivalent of Chayvei Krisos, although it's not a Chiv Karis, but it's the Alachic equivalent of Chayvei Krisos, and therefore the offspring will be Mamzerim. Very strong. So, Ovi Kochav Eved, who has a child with a Jewish woman, the offspring is a Mamzer. Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Shimon Yehuda says, no. Mamzerus is only the result of a union, ultimately, again, of someone who's in Erva and in Isra Kares. Those are the criteria for Mamzerus. Erva and Kares. So who is the one who agrees that ultimately Eved va'akum habo abbas Yisrael avlad Mamzer? To which the Gemara says, Rebbe, Afagav de Rebbe Omer, Ein Hadvarim Halalu Amorim El de Rabbi Akiva, even though Rebbe said that this is only stated according to Rabbi Akiva. Shaya Ose Chalutza Keerva, Vale Lo Sirale. He said ultimately, again, Chalutza is like an erva, even though he himself did not subscribe to this opinion. Bavid Kochavim, Ve'eved Moda. Even Rabbi Akiva, Rebbe said, even Rabbi Akiva, even Rabbi Akiva would agree that halacha l'maisa, that halacha l'maisa, must remember again. Okay, even Rabbi Akiva would agree that Ovid Kochavim and Ever Haba Abbas Yisrael, ultimately the Vlad is a mamzer. Dehi Asa Ravdimi Am Rav Yitzchak Paravdumi Bishum Rabbeinu Ovid Kochavim the Ever Haba Abbas Yisrael Havlad Mamzer. Okay, so I will say, so we see traction, we see traction for this particular opinion. Rabbi Acha Sarabi of Rabbi Tanchum Breda Michia. So we'll say, so again, this is just another opinion now thrown into the mix. So we've got Rabbi Akiva kind of on, on one end of the spectrum, Shibna Timni on the other side of the spectrum, and now kind of in the middle over here is this other position being dangled about an Ovid Kochavim and an Akum, Haba Abbas Yisrael Vlad Namzer. The Gemara is suggesting that even Shimonat Timni, who normally holds that the only type of relationship which produces Mamzerus is what kind of relationship? Iser, Kares, slash, Erva, will agree that Evan and Akum, who fathers a child with a Jewish woman, the offspring is a Mamzer. 
Why? Because again, Shalantimni will say, since there's no Kiddushin, it's effectively like an Isra Erva. Okay, let, let's see where we go with this. So the Gemara goes right there. Rabbi Acha Sarabia, Bira, Rabbi Tanchum, Reit Rabbi Chia, Ish Kfar Akos. We'll say, listen to this story. So Rabbi Acha Sarabira, so we'll say that, that was his Sarabira, that was his title, right? Or or it could also be the name of the place where he was from. So Rabbi Acha Sarabira, Rabbi Tanchum, Reit Rabbi Chia, Ish Kfar Akos, from Akko, Pirok Hano Shivuyasa, there were a couple of Jewish women who were taken captive by Gentile, by Gentile captors, and they redeemed these women as they were being transported from Armon to Tveria. Armon to Tveria. One of these women was violated by her captors and was pregnant, and was pregnant from one of her captors. Va'asula kamed Rabbi Ami, and ultimately again, and they came before Rabbi Ami. Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Chanina, Dami Avid Kocham, Me'avad Abba Abbas Yisrael Avlad Mamzer. So ultimately, and so again, obviously, this woman came for a pesach halacha. Came for a pesach halacha. What is going to be with her child? Right? What What's going to be the status of her child? So Asakli Rabbi Ami, Shamalu, Rabbi Ami said to them, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Chanina, Dami Ovid Kochavim, Ve'evra Abba Abbas Yisrael, Havlad Mamzer. Ultimately, again, they said, you know, offspring, offspring between a Jewish man and a non Jewish woman, ultimately is a Mamzer. So we'll listen to this. Amr Rabbi Yosef, Rabusa Lemechshav Gavri, do you think that it is an accomplishment? To rattle off names of people who are machmir, Harav Ushmuel beBavel, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi bar Kafra bar Tzisov, Amri lechalufei bar Kafra, Ayli Ziknei Darim da Amri, Ovei Kochavim va'Ever Haba bas Yisrael Havlad Kasher. So I said, listen to this, quite quite amazing. So Rabbi Yosef gets upset because Rabbi Yosef said Rabbi Yosef felt that that Rabbi Ami was just being unnecessarily machmir on this woman. It's true, there are positions, there are opinions who are machmir, but there are also plenty of positions who are mekel. Right, I will say, look at this, we've got, we've got, we've got Rav and Shmuel, Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, Bar Kafra. Okay, so the attribution might be a little bit exchanged, but Lamaisa, you've got plenty of people who are mekel as well. So here this woman is coming before you for a psak halacha, for a psak halacha, Ultimately, again, Rabbi Ami, why you reflexively machmir? In other words, what, why, why align with the positions who are machmir any more than the positions who are mekel? Quite amazing, I will say. Quite, quite profound. Ella Amr Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Hi, Tichi Asr. So I will say, I'll just point out. I will say, isn't it, isn't it fascinating? Isn't it fascinating that you know, like we say in Kohelas, so Amar says in Kohelas, in Chadash Tachas Hashemesh. Right? I will say, I just want to point out. Like you see, by the way, what is happening now, contemporarily, with the, with the sexual violence that is occurring from the Russian soldiers to the Ukrainian women. Right? I will say, is, is, isn't it, you know, we think that like we make advances as humanity, right? It's such, but yet the base, the base behaviors of mankind never change. People take advantage of other people. And when people are in a position of power and others are not, people exploit that power all of the time. So you could be learning Gimar Masekh Sivam Mustafa Mehem and Alif. 
You could re- be reading news headlines out of Ukraine, and it's the same. It's just, it's it's an amazing thing how far we come. It's like, you know, on one hand, you know, we we send people to space and we do anything and everything, and yet we can't overcome our most base behaviors. Isn't it the incredible dialectic of humanity? We're so advanced, and yet ultimately, again, we are so far behind. Just, we see our avoda, sometimes we recognize you know, that our avoda is not to get to the moon. Getting to the moon is great. It's fun, fantastic. Our avoda, our avoda is just to not be animals. It's mamish, just don't be an animal. And when you have the opportunity to be an animal, overcome that most base desire to be an animal. That's the pinnacle of human accomplishment. So incredible. Say, brother, I want to point out, this may be, I just want to point out, this may be one of the most important sugyas that we have learned in this entire Masechta, and quite possibly in Shas. Why? Because say, the, the ramifications of this question of the offspring of a Jewish man and a non-Jewish woman will tilt the scales of Klal Yisrael. Because ultimately, again, intermarriage is a severe issue. You know, we, we, we live in bubbles. We live in bubbles, so we think like it's a severe issue that's still rocking Klal Yisrael to this day. The notion or the question of whether or not, whether or not the offspring of a non-Jewish man and a Jewish woman is a mamzer, is, is, is overwhelming. Is absolutely overwhelming. So this is an incredibly important sugya. So the Imara says, it's Rebbe, listen to this. The Gemara says as follows: Because what happened? Because the Ravdimi Amr Rabbi Yitzchak Rav Dumi Mishu Rabbeinu Amru Ovid Chom Ve'Avad Ababas Ravlad Mamzer Rabbi Yisshav Levi Omer Havlad Mekulkol. So Rabbi Yisshav Levi says, No, no, no. The kid is not a Mamzer. The kid is Mekulkol. Mekulkol. Now, what 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 does that mean? I was saying messed up, messed up. Hey, so I was saying, is is that pagum? Is that pagum? It's not. Here's what we know. Is that ultimately again? It's not mamzerus. It's not mamzerus. To which the Gemara says, "Leman ilim." So what does it mean? Mekulkal. Leman. Who is he mekulkal for? Ilim lekal. If it's that he can't marry into the general Jewish population, Hamrav Yeshua havlad kosher ella lekuuna. So what's it rather? Mekulkal must mean what? Pagum. Pagum. It's another word for pagum. Dekulu amaray demachshiri modu shavlat pagum lekuuna. Because we'll say, here's what's clear. Everyone who holds that the offspring of a non-Jewish man and a Jewish woman, even if you hold the child is not a mamzer, the child is for sure what? Is what? Pagum. Which we'll say, again, once again, means what? If it's a girl, she cannot marry into the kahuna. That's what it means. So what the Gemara is pointing out is, even if you hold that akum haba abbas Yisrael, does not create mamzerus, it definitely does leave a genealogical impact. Right? That's for sure. That's for sure. There's a pogum issue to which the Gemara says, Excuse me. I will say the same we keep quoting over and over. First wide line, where the Isser is not the equivalent, not equivalent by everyone. So what happens? Pagum, but not Pagum. Well, offspring is Pagum. Zushi, Sura, Bakal, Edo, Din, Shabina, Pagum. Mala, Amar, Shkoin, Gadol, Shekein, He, Atzma, Mishalalas, 
Again, we're saying recording over and over. How do you know that if an Ovid Kochavim or an Akum has relations with a Kohenes, right, the daughter of a Kohen, or a Levia, daughter of a Levi, Vali Israelis, or Israelis, Shep Hasla, that ultimately again she is Psula. Then we'll say, what does psula mean? If she's a Bas Kohen, she can't eat truma, right? And ultimately, again, if she's a Levia or a Yisraelis, she would not be able to marry a Kohen. Shene'emar u Bas Kohen, ki sihya amono ugrusha. Mish yeshlo amonos v'gerushin ba, yatsu obey kocham ve'evet she'in ba amonos v'gerushin ba. So we'll say, this is actually very interesting. Essentially, the Gemara is suggesting over here is that Allah Chalamaisa, when a woman has relations with a man, with whom she cannot have kiddushin, so that effectively makes her into a zona. And once she becomes a zona, she is prohibited from marrying into the kuhuna. Why are you relying on the position of Dimi? Why are you on the position of Rabin? Ultimately, again, they say that she is permitted. Uman Rabbi Huda, Uman Rabbi Huda, Uman Uman Rabbi Huda Hanasi, Rabbi Vaaf Vaaf Rav Mora Ba Hetera. Even Rav agreed that she's Mutaris. Also, listen to this story. Dahid the Asla Kamei the Rav. There was a particular woman who came before Rav. Amar Lai Ovid Kochav Ve'Avra Ba'Bas Yisrael Mahu. Right, and I'm sorry. Let me take a step back. Not a woman, a man. Hahud the Asla Kamei the Rav. Well, say there was a guy who came before Rav. Now, who is this guy? Look at Rashi. Last short line of Rashi into the first wide line. Ben Oved Kochavim Yisraelis. Rabbi said, listen to this case. There was a guy. There was a guy. What's his story? His father was not Jewish. His mother was Jewish. Okay? So this was this guy. He came before Rav. So he asked Rav, what, essentially, what is my status? What's the status of the offspring between a non-Jewish man and a Jewish woman? Amr lehu, havlad kosher. Rav said, totally kosher. Amr havli barteich. So, okay. So what did the young man say? I'd love to marry your daughter, Rav. I'd love to marry your daughter. Lo yahiv noach. Rav said no. Rav said no. Amr, so the Gemara says, Amr sin barchi Rav. Amri inshi. Gamla bemadai akabarakta. So I will say, listen to this. So Simi Barchia said to Rav, there's a famous expression. I guess it was a famous expression. Kamla bemadai akabarakta. A camel in Madai could dance in a small barrel. That's what it means when it says, Kaba de Kada. Could go ahead and dance in a, in a Kada, in a jug that holds a cup. So I guess it's the expression, a big camel could dance in a small, in a small jug. All right, that was, so I will say, Again, it doesn't translate as well. If you if you look in the first wide line, Rashi says, "Amri inshi kamla bemada akabarakta gamal gadol merakid besof kav katan bedal raglov bemalchus madeg veguzma." So we'll say this is this was the expression that people used for like exaggerated situations, right? A big camel dancing in a small jug. Now, what does this mean? Vahagamla vahamadai folorakta. So he said, the jug is here. The camel's here, but yet there's no dancing. In other words, Rav Yosef is saying is, Rav, you hold that halacha la halacha la 
that the offspring of a non-Jewish man and a Jewish woman is totally fit, right? Totally kosher. So ultimately, again, do the dance. Do the dance. In other words, that the camel's here, the jug is here, right? You're here, this guy is here. Do the dance, let the marriage happen, and again, show. See, what they're really showing Rav was, you have an opportunity to back up your psak halacha by actually following it, by actually following it over here. And it would make a splash, right? In other words, people would hear about it, people would see it, and they would see not only are you espousing an idea, but ultimately you're living by it as well. So Rav said, even if this guy was like Yahushua ben Nun, I would not marry my daughter off to him. So they said back to Rav, if this guy was like Yahushua ben Nun, he wouldn't need your daughter for a shidduch, because everybody would want him. So the Gemara says, Rav said, Rav said, I'm sorry, so they said to Rav, Rav, if you don't marry your daughter off to this guy, no one is going to marry their daughter off to him. The guy would not leave Rav alone, right? The suitor, the potential suitor would not leave Rav alone. Literally, Rav set his eyes upon him and the guy passed away. And the guy passed away. So I will say, a very strong Gemara. So this idea, so first of all, a couple of things. Number one, if Rav says no, let it go, right? That, that's lesson number one, right? It, right it, does not, it does not work well to pester Rav, which I was saying on a deeper level, that sometimes no is no. In other words, sometimes we have to respect people when they say no, right? To just stop, right? There are times where you should push, 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 push. But then there are other times where you have to respect people's autonomy. I will say, the other piece to think about is, you know, they're pressuring Rav to marry off their daughter to this guy, the daughter to this guy. And Rav is saying no. Rav is saying no. Even though halachically, Rav said, Rav said that halach lamaisa is permitted. So I'll say, you know, when you look at this story, Rav emerges from, as the bad guy from this story. But I think this is a very profound yisod, which is what? I'll say, a parent's obligation is to look out for their welfare of their children above and beyond any other consideration. While it is true that Rav is Rav, Rav is Rav. And right there, putting pressure on Rav. Rav, this is your opportunity. You, you, you pass in the halacha that the offspring of a non-Jewish man and a Jewish woman is totally permitted. And look, look what you could accomplish over here. Marry off your daughter to this guy. And Lemaisa, again, people will see that the ruling is concretized. And Rav says, I don't care if this guy is Yoshua Benun. I'm not marrying my daughter off to him. Why not? Why not? We don't know. But Rav had a consideration for his child. Maybe it wasn't the right move for his daughter to be in this family. Maybe this guy was a nudnik, or maybe a whole variety of other things. So Rav was getting pressure to go ahead and put position over family. And instead, Rav puts family over position. I will say it is an incredibly profound yusar. And I think Rav comes out of this the hero not the villain. Because I will say, sometimes we put so many things above family. And we prioritize so many things above our children. Knowingly and unknowingly. Rav said, it's true. I'm asking halacha, but this is my daughter. And this is not the right shidduch for her. For whatever the reason. I understand, I got it. I can be like the big median camel dancing in a small jug. Whatever that means, right? It'll be incredible and people always remember it. This is not the right 
thing for my child. And the welfare of my child comes before anything and everything else. Such an incredible yisod. The Gemara goes right there. Even Rav Masna held that the offspring of an Akum and a Jewish woman is permitted. So the Gemara says, Suppose listen to this. One time, and again, a guy, a young man like this came before Rabbi Huda, right? Offspring. His mother was Jewish, father not Jewish. He came before Rabbi Huda. He said, Rabbi Huda, what should I do? Right? He was having problems getting a shidduch. So what should I do? So the Gemara says, so Rabbi Huda said, I'm like, Zil itmar, either go somewhere where no one knows you. And if you go somewhere no one knows you, or is you not obligated to divulge any more information about your genealogy? Rabbi Huda was saying, you're totally fit. You're totally kosher. People get hung up on it. Well, say it's not a new thing that people get hung up on things for shiduchim, right? People always got hung up on things for shiduchim. So this is just go somewhere where no one knows you, right? So again, if they don't know who your father is, they don't know your mother. Just just go and get married, and you're totally fine. Or find another girl who's in the same situation as you are. Unfortunately, there's no shortage of people who have a non-Jewish father and a Jewish mother. You can marry a girl like that and Shalom Yisrael. Or again, you don't have to. You can marry any Jewish woman. But Lamai said, go somewhere else where no one knows you. So the Gemara says, the Gemara says, Again, Rav would give the same, gave the same advice. Gali, exile. He said, oh, go somewhere no one knows you. Or marry a girl who's just like you. Listen to this, Rabbi say. So the people of Bnei Michsi, of Bnei Michsi, sent a question to Rabbi. Listen to this case. Let's say a guy is a chetzi of Evan, chetzi of Echon. So let's remember again, how do you have a case like this? Reuven and Shimon own a non-Jewish slave together. What happens? Reuven emancipates his part. Shimon doesn't emancipate his part. So let's say, yeah, this guy is stuck. Right, he is literally a chatzi evet chatzi ben choren, half slave, half free man, which I will say totally messes him up because the Messiah can't marry anyone, right? And even and even his personal status is so confusing. So the Gemara listen to this. Oh, what happens if a chatzi evet chatzi ben choren fathers a child of the Jewish woman? Mahu, what's the halacha? So they asked, they asked this question to Rabbi. Rabbi said, listen, if a full Eved, if a full Eved doesn't impact the offspring, then the Chatsi Eved Chatsi Ben Choron won't impact the offspring. Amar Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef said, Mara Dishmaita, who is the one who said this ruling? Rashi says, Who is the one who said that if a non-Jew, that if a non-Jew fathers a child with a, with a Jewish woman, that the offspring is okay. So Maru the Shmaita Manu Manu Memheyam and Beis Rabbi Huda Vaham Rabbi Huda Mishe Chetziav and Chetziv Ben Chor Rabba Abbas Yisrael Osavlad Ein Lo Takhana. Yet Rabbi say Rabbi Huda himself said that if a Chetziav and Chetziv Ben Chor and fathers a child with a Jewish woman, the offspring is stuck. Ein Lo Takhana. Now, why is that, Rabbi Say, take a look at Rashi. Havlat in lo takana bebas yisrael kolomer mamzerhu. Rabbi Say, it sounds like what Rabbi Huda is saying is that when a chazi avid chazi ben chorin fathers a child with a Jewish woman, that child is a mamzer. That child is a mamzer. Now, why is that? So the Gemara says ki itmar Rabbi Huda kegon di kaddish bas yisrael. So Rabbi Say, listen to this. It sounds like over here that halakha lamaisa, 
When is it problematic if a Chatzyevit Chatzy ben Chorin has a child with a Jewish woman? If he's Makadesher. Listen to this fascinating case. Imagine if Chatzyevit Chatzy ben Chorin gives Kesef Kiddush and is Makadesh, a Jewish woman. So he marries a Jewish woman. So also listen to this. The Nimsa Sad Abdus Shabo Mishtamish Be'eshesish. Rabbi will say, this is fascinating. When a Chatzyev Chatzy ben Chorin, he's Makadesh, a Jewish woman. Rabbi will say, does the Kiddushin work? He gives Kesef, imagine, Chatzyev Chatzy ben Chorin gives Kesef Kiddushin to a Jewish woman. Does it work? Does it work? It kind of works. In other words, I will say, this guy's kind of like a split personality. So it works with half of him. Right? It works with the half of him that's emancipated. The problem is, when he has relations with her, it's the totality of him that is having relations with her, which means that when he has relations with her, it's almost as if there's two people. There's the Jew and there's the Eved. And the Eved is having relations with a married woman. A married woman. And therefore, I'm going to say, that's what Rabbi Yehuda would say, that such an act will create mamzerus. Because the Eved is having relations with a Jewish Ishes Ish, that's why it creates Mamzerus. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Kigon the Kadosh, Misha Chetzev Chetzev Ben Chorin, Es Bas Yisrael, Ve'achakach Ba'ala, Tekevon the Kitchav Mekudesh Lezat Cherus, Aval Lezat Abdus, Nimzat Zat Eved Sheba, Mishtamesh Be'eshes Ish, Ve'ficha Chavlad Mamzer. We'll say, isn't that wild? Ba'aminar, Doi Mishet Rabbi Yaakov, Le Divrei Aposel Posel, Afilu Bepnuyo, Le Divrei Amachshe Machshe Afilu Be'eshes Ish. So we'll say, comes along the Naradon, and then Rabbi Yaakov, no, 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 no. Those who say that Chatziyah ben Chatziyah ben Chorin creates Mamzerus, ultimately again, with an Eved, I should say differently. Those who go ahead and say, let's work backwards. Those who say that Eved Habba Abbas Yisrael ultimately is Kasher, is going to say Kasher even if the Eved is having relations with a married woman. And those who say that it's puzzle are going to say that it's possible even by a single woman. And I will say, both of them learn it out from the case of Eishas Av, father's wife. Look at Rashi. So we'll say, here's what we know, right? A man marries his father's wife. Isser Erva, right? Isser Karis. And ultimately, again, if you have a child like that, that child is a mamzer. Okay? Then I will say, watch this. Here we go. Man de puzzle. So the one who says that in Eved Habba Abbas Yisrael, whether she's married or single, the child will be a mamzer. Savar. Ma eshes adlo tafsi bakidushin avlad mamzer. Af kodlo tafsi bakidushin havlad mamzer. So I will say, they will say, what's unique about a father's wife? Kidushin is not tofsin. Right? If you try to marry your father's wife, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Kedushin is not tofsin. And the offspring is a mamzer. So too, any case where Kedushin doesn't work, the offspring is a mamzer. Therefore, when an Eved has relations with a non-Jewish woman fathers a child, they're both say, is there any Kedushin between an Eved and a Jewish woman? And the answer is absolutely, unequivocally, no. Therefore, the offspring is a mamzer. Man de Machsher, the one who says ultimately the offspring is Mutter, he'll hold Ma Eishes Avdili Dide Lo Tafsi Bakidushin Lachriani Tafsi Bakidushin Lafuki Ove Kocham the Evadolo Tafsi Bakidushin Klau. Sirabosai, here's what's different. The case of Eishes Av, it's true. I can't marry my father's wife, but who can? Who can? Anyone besides me, 
right? So Lamaisa, Lamaisa, that's what's unique about Ashes Av. In other words, the paradigm is, the paradigm is a something that is an Isser Erva to me, but Mutter to others. That's what creates Mamzerus. But someone, Rav Osai, who is totally outside of the framework of Kiddushin altogether, right? Doesn't have a seat at the table of Jewish marriage, like an Eved, like an Akum, cannot produce Mamzerus. Eliki Itmar Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda's position stated, listen to this, Kigon Shabo al Ishes Ish. Oh, Rav says the following case. Where Chatsi Eved, Chatsi Ben Chorin, has relations, not with his own wife, but with someone else's wife. Benimza, Sadchirus Shebo, Mishtamish Pe'eshes Ish. See, Rabbi say ultimately, again, in that case, in that case, where Chatsi Eved, Chatsi Ben Chorin, has relations with a married woman, again, but not his own wife, right? Another married woman, oh, that creates Mamzerus. Why, Rabbi say, why does that create Mamzerus? That makes sense. Because remember, again, half of this guy is full Jew. He's full Jew. Which means that part of him is engaging in an act of adultery, illicit, illegal, and therefore that will produce mamzerus. Incredible. Says the Imara, Amr Avina, Amr Li, Rav Gaza, Ikla, so I'm sorry, Amr, sorry, uh, good. Amr Avina, Amr Li, Rav Gaza, Ikla, Rav Yossi, Bar Avin La Asrin, Vahave Uvda Bepiluya. So as they listen to this story. So ultimately, again, they came to the city, there was this episode with a single girl. What was the episode with a single girl? She was pregnant by a non-Jewish man. And they, and they ultimately ruled that the offspring is going to be mother. What's Be'eshes Ish? Rashi says over here, actually, no, I'm sorry, not yet. Not yet. Be'eshes was the married woman, and ruled ultimately again that the offspring would be possible. So I'll say, so again, there are two cases. Both cases involving non-Jewish men. One case, non-Jewish father, single Jewish girl. They paskined, the baby is kosher. Second case, non-Jewish man, married woman. Not married to someone else. Ultimately paskined that the offspring is a mamzer. I'm going it wasn't Rabbi Yossi Bar Avin, rather it was Yossi Bar Zvida. Actually, Paskind, that that the offspring is kosher, whether he ought, whether he ought, whether, whether both with a single woman and a married woman. So both say, according to this position, what this is saying is, Whenever an Akum fathers a child with a Jewish woman, whether she's married or unmarried, obviously illegal, but Mamzerus. I was about to say, this is the opinion that holds Mamzerus can only come from someone who is in the parsha of Kiddushin. If you're not in the parsha of Jewish marriage at all, then Lamaisa, again, there's no Mamzerus in that. To which the Gemara says, and if an Obey Kochavim or an Eved has relations with a Jewish woman, whether she is married or whether she is single, the child ultimately again is Kosher. Is Kosher. And I just want to point out. 
That is how the Shulchan Arach Paskins. In Evan Ezer, Simon Dalit, Sith Yotas, Shulchan Arach writes, Akum the Evid Shabo Alamamzeres, Halamamzer, Vimbo Abbas Yisrael, Ben Pnuya, Ben Eishes Ish, Havlad Kasher, but Upogum Lukahuna. Shabo say, remember again. So this is incredibly important. Therefore, again, you have a situation, Shabo say, and this is, by the way, Meisim Bechol Yom. A Jewish woman married a non-Jewish man, intermarried, intermarried, has a child, has a daughter, right? Has, has a child. Child becomes the Chalzer B'tshuva, right? Wants to be from. But now again, what do I do with a non-Jewish father? So what do you do with a non-Jewish father? So first of all, you respect him. You honor him. You give him COVID because he's your father. And you don't use your Yiddishkeit as an excuse to disrespect anyone. Chas v'shalom. But Lamaisa now, Lamaisa, what's my status? And what's the answer? What's the answer? Totally kosher. With a wrinkle. What's the wrinkle? What's the wrinkle? If it's a girl, she cannot marry a koi. And I will say this is important because sometimes people don't know this halacha. And so what ends up happening is you have it happens where let's say a girl becomes a choseris petruba. She wants to get married. She doesn't realize about this kahuna piece. But it is. It is a halacha. Again, bidi eved is whole discussions in the poskim. But lamaisa and I will say by the way I want to point out a Jewish woman has an affair with a non-Jewish man. Has a child, has a child. Again, want to go on the record? Not good, right? Not good, don't write. But Lemaisa, the offspring is kosher. Now again, I will say that's a whole different discussion, by the way, that in general we would assume that if she has a child, we generally have a concept in Allah of rov bi'ilos achar habal. We assume a woman becomes pregnant even if she committed adultery, right? The halacha says that the de facto status is that child belongs to the husband because we assume the majority of, of the times that she is intimate is with her husband, not with anyone else. But Lamaisa, again, even if we're to know that it is the Akum's child, the child is kosher, but pogo. And I will say that is halacha Lamaisa. Rava achshe lemari barachal. So umanye beparse de baba. I will say this is also incredible. So Rav said, Rav said, Rav mori barachal. I will say, who is Rav Mori Bar Rachel? Rashi says over here, Rav Mori Bar Rachel, me'ovid kochav ma'bali. So I will say, Rachel, who was Shmuel's daughter, was taken captive, was taken captive. She was violated by her captors. She became pregnant. She be, and interestingly enough, we know the name of her captor. The name of her captor was a guy by the name of Isser. Interesting name, right? Isser. Isser converts. Isser converts. Isser converts and later on, after his conversion, marries Rachel. An incredible twist of fate. But yet again, but yet, but yet Rav Mori, right? Isser was not Rav Mori's halachic father. He was his biological father, but not his halachic father because he fathered him when he was still a non-Jew. Therefore, Rav Mori is always known as by his mother's name. Rav Mori bar Rachel. So Rava, Rava, Rava went ahead and publicly, publicly solidified the yichos of Rav Mari, saying that Rav Mari was totally kosher. And ultimately, he gave him a leadership position, right? Rav said he made him like one of the guys, one, one of the leaders in Bavel. <laughs> Even though, again, the Pasuk says, place upon you a king, and the Pasuk says, say, in general, for leadership positions, 
It has to be from someone who comes from within the Jewish community. And again, not a convert, but someone who comes from within the Jewish community. So the Gemara says, Since Rav Mari ultimately again had a Jewish mother, he was considered to be Mekerev Achecha. So it was a really incredible. So Rava, Rava really did two things for Rav Mari. Number one, number one, he publicly declared that ultimately, again, his genealogy was a thousand percent fit. And number two, how did he show that? He gave him a leadership position. By giving him a leadership position, he was showing ultimately what? That Rav Mari Barachel satisfies the criteria of Mikarev Achecha, being within the midst of Kaiser. So I will say, we'll have to stop over here. Incredible, incredible Gemara. Shkoyach, everyone. And I got in mind. All right, have on Zoom. Everyone have a great day. A good mind, everyone. A great pass, yeah. Yeah. It's from a from a people perspective. 